Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Um, we are here um, in the first episode of the BRM Brownback session for APAC region. Uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to join you from Johannesburg in the early morning. I have two eminent panelists with me, uh, Malini Jaganesh, uh, who is uh, from Australia. I have Avinash joining us from Delhi. Uh, we are too much excited about this uh, episode, but I will ask them to first introduce themselves, um, uh, and then uh, we'll get this started. So first, going going with the ladies first. Hi, Malini. Uh, a bright morning. Is it afternoon there in uh, in uh, in uh, Melbourne? Yes, it is uh, actually, uh, Suresh. It's just uh, two o eight p.m. Right. Uh, so I'm, I was just saying to Avinash a couple of minutes ago. I'm probably more wide awake than uh, than both of you. <laughs> right. Uh, that well, we are into the day, uh, and I'm a practicing business relationship manager. Uh, I'm also uh, the currently the vice chair on the board of directors for the. Uh, Global Business Relationship Management Institute, as well as the regional ambassador um, for the institute uh, in Australia. Excellent, excellent. Avinash, uh, what about you? Please introduce yourself. Hey, thanks, Suresh. I think uh, so. Hi, friends, everyone. My name is Avinash Singh. Uh, I'm the regional ambassador for India, and I think uh, one thing common in all the three panelists is that we are absolutely passionate about BRM. And that's one of the prime reasons that we are trying to to make sure that we we give it our best shot to whatever little we know about bear and capability and and how we can share with the entire community. And I think yeah, thanks, Avinash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely, I think uh, uh, about myself. Uh, my name is Suresh GP. I'm also the regional uh, ambassador for Asia Pacific uh, for BRM Institute. Have been Institute associated with. Uh, we are Institute for the now now about three years time now, uh, so very excited. But I'm also very happy because um, both Avinash and Malni were kind enough to uh, join me and say that we need to do something about this community. So let's talk. Um, get the ball rolling, guys. Um, what do you think uh, would be the uh, you know how do you see this episodes being useful for the community adoption? What do you think that this should address? I mean, what what are the thoughts? Because you you meet a lot of people, clients, internal people. So, Avinash, let's start with you. Uh, what do you think should be the episode uh, helping to address that? What is your thought process? I think uh, if you look at the, the the amount of awareness and the amount of curiosity that that business relationship management institute and the BRM body of knowledge is creating in North America, typically, uh, Suresh. Uh, I think in India and in the APAC region typically, we think that, 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 that awareness level is not at the same level, right? I think, and all of us agree as, as, as consultants and practitioners that, that awareness precedes adoption. Correct. So I think one of the key objectives uh, for the community as a whole, what we think that the community should benefit from it and, and our key objective is that we increase the awareness level about relationship uh, management body of knowledge, mm -hmm. how it can benefit them, and, and kind of trigger a kind of a BRM adoption mindset uh, amongst the community. I think if we are able to achieve the awareness and adoption goals, I think we'd be definitely contributing to the community, and I think the community at large will benefit from it, is what I can think of. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, Malni, what do you think about it? 
Um, I uh, I wholly endorse uh, whatever Avinash has said. I'd also like um, like I envisage that this forum will become a platform to shine the spotlight on good BRM practice because there are a lot of people out there who are actually um, you know doing business relationship management really well. We need to hear from them. We need to hear their stories so that we can all learn from that uh, from their experiences. We also need uh, a forum to uh, showcase, you know, like share stories when things are not going so well. So what are the learnings that we as a community can get from this? And how can we just uh, keep getting better and better at what we do? Because there's, I don't think uh, the, you know, the fundamental uh, mindset for uh, any professional, not just business relationship management, should be, you know, constant, continuous improvement. Yeah, absolutely. How do we get better? get better so this this i i see that these episodes will become a platform for that excellent so i also think that there's a lot of uh, demits around you know what brm is because there's a lot of competing roles like engagement manager account man, account manager client relationship manager people get you know baffled by the way the number of lexicons come across so to even demystify the scope within a brm provided in an internal organization to an external customer facing environment because some of the people give a lot more importance to customer facing scenarios but it's not really there are a lot of captive units there are a lot of internal businesses that require brm as a capability so even unearthing or evangelizing the whole aspect is an important aspect because uh, we we still try to look at customer facing towards that so i hope with these episodes with practitioners like you guys come here and talk about we'll We'll be able to do that. Now, um, the start. Yeah. So, yeah, I just one point to add. I think, I think for the community, we, I think we want to make sure that they understand that it's not just one off episode that we are in. There will be multiple series of episodes coming Correct. their way. Correct. Yeah. So, just to start, and they can look forward to a lot of uh, discussions to going around business relations. Absolutely, and 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 we also encourage our viewers to uh, to say or comment about what would be. some of the aspects that you want to discuss some of the challenges yeah. because i think that's the only way we all learn uh, the the, the problems exist all over i mean in johannesburg in, in africa when i came in some of the challenges that i had in asia still persist here as well so it's the same thing in respect of demographics industry so that is that is really thing to do that now let's start the context in terms of uh, challenges that we are seeing in talking with c level audience the business itself um and and mali uh, uh, coming from what you talked about uh, business it being disconnected just a few minutes back what do you think is the common challenges that you see surfacing in your part of the world you know in australia that you have met a lot of people what do you think is is actually uh, surfacing as a real challenge for business and it to work together i think uh, there's a growing um growing uh, recognition uh among uh, very senior uh, management uh, both in in business and also in it because uh, if you're speaking in the context of it for example um that there's a, there's a growing recognition that the gap between that there is a gap there's a disconnect between uh business and it uh and um that something needs to be done there is an imperative to to close that gap Okay. Uh, and if people are not already doing something to address that then they are already behind uh, the game yeah. you know uh, they are going to play catch up i think that's that's something that i see because every every forum that i go to 
uh, you know, uh, people are talking about, oh, how do we actually bridge this gap? How do we bridge this gap? Or, or that there is a gap. And I'm hearing more and more people saying that. They may articulate it in different ways, but it all comes down to that. Correct. So, I mean, as you meet a lot of CIOs, CXOs, um, and uh, you, you've been also doing some of these BRM trainings as well. What What has been your perception? What's their thought process? Do they see that a BRM should be the Why do you want to even do that? I mean, what's been your experience? Yeah, I think uh, I think what Mali mentioned in addition to that, there, there are a couple of points that come to my mind, Suresh. Uh, uh, one point for sure is that digital transformation being one of the key strategic levers for the enterprise-wide transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of dependency from, uh, or there's a lot of need for uh, strong bonding between business partners and, and in, in internal IT partners. IT is the focus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we understand that the one of the days where the IT was just a simple back office function, you ask there's something to done and they'll get it done. So I think with the awareness and with the key focus on digital transformation, uh, a lot of CXOs are thinking about how they can leverage upon IT, uh, internal IT providers and partners to, to, to kind of beat the competition from a growth and an innovation and market share perspective. Right. So from that angle, I think, IT somewhere has to get out of their ostrich syndrome, if I can say so. Again, I think it's an ostrich syndrome because they're too inward looking, focusing on technology elements of it and focusing on how things can work in their their IT factory itself. I think they have to be more outward looking, not only in the organization, but across the industry as well. And that's where the need for BRM is where we think that there's some disconnect between IT and business. Yep. The relationship is very transactional at most of the times. There is no rhythm. There is no. There is no strategic thinking revolving around IT as such. And I think that is that is one of the pain areas that we have come across across organizations which are trying to adopt BRM, yep. or they have already matured to a certain level. That was a key lever for thinking about them. So digital transformation, transactional relationship, is one of the key drivers that I think is kind of driving the BRM adoption, based on my experience. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Uh, Mali, on your part towards uh, common drivers, right? In terms of what do you see as part of what are the drivers that led to establishment of BRM role in your own experience? It could be you know, because you work on public, you've worked on public sector, private sectors. What has been your um, thing about the, the real need to establish BRM as a role? Uh, so I think it's exactly what Avinash said that uh, the corporate functions, IT, HR, finance, etc., they are no longer... Um, you know, just supporting functions in, in the creation of value in the organization. You know, in the 1980s and 90s, Michael Porter's value chain for the organization, that concept was very popular. And you always saw, uh, you know, these corporate functions as being separate to the actual value creation. These were just seen at the top as a, you know, as a support function almost. Yes, right. But today, you would uh, say with technology, it has become very much part of um, you know, part of the value that is created uh, uh, and also uh, it's become very much part of the customer experience. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so you can't, so it's, it's no, technology is no longer something that's actually hidden out of sight. Correct. Uh, and therefore, I think uh, there's a growing recognition from, um, uh, from CIOs and CXOs that technology should actually be very much part of 
the strategy Correct. right it's uh, you're no longer looking at a business strategy and then an it strategy which needs to be aligned um, and the three of us have had several conversations about uh, convergence Correct. you know that this, this is the era of convergence Correct. so that's, that's no no i think that's a very valid point to what you said across and uh, i'm just thinking that you know on the first episode we get this one the time is ticking off to do that but what what i also want is to like to understand some takeaways from that part so avinash do you want to kind of shoot us what what do you think we should uh, we should take away from this episode and as avinash said this is the starting journey of an episode that we are going to embark um, there are a lot of episodes that we are going to give in in capsules Uh, but more practitioner focused as well as understand and stuff like that. So we'd really encourage you to do that. But I will hand it over to Avinash to to take us on to a rapid fire round um, to see where we are and what do we need to take away from this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, before moving on to the rapid fire, Rachel, just a couple of points is is uh, the subsequent episodes that we are going to have, including this one, right? Uh, we want uh, our community to have one amazing of three takeaways, which they can summarize and then share with their colleagues and their their team members and their business partners if yeah. they want to. So uh, for episode one, uh, what I can envision and I love to know, uh, kind of concur and I'm sure you will also add on to that. Is number one is that the need for BRM is is a very critical. The need of formal BRM adoption uh, is a very critical element for. Scaling up the relationship between business partners and internal providers mm-hmm. is the most important takeaway that I would like to focus on. Right, and uh, and then probably how we can go about it uh, from uh, moving it, getting the kinds of BRM decoded. Yeah, there's a myth about BRM which we want to decode as a part of this D series as well. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what is one takeaway? What is one takeaway, uh, Malini? You want to give uh, our audience? from this particular first episode what what you would uh, say that if there's one thing that they could pick it up like what avinash said what would be your uh, giveaway for this session for viewers i i think uh, well i hope people who uh, who are uh, who are uh, viewing this um uh, if if you are uh, hearing about business relationship management for the first time Uh, i hope you'll actually um, follow the links that we will uh, put uh, you know uh, as part of uh, uploading this video uh, i guess uh, i hope you will you'll follow those links or get in touch with with any of us to understand more uh, because we have really not even scratched the surface of uh, what is brm and why it's it's needed and so on so uh, i hope that this is just you know a window to much more yeah in the brm so, space you might thanks mali my takeaway is again uh this is uh, for brm of the brm by the brm so i would say that you know it's it's about we together as a community build this body of knowledge right i mean it's not just about we doing it we are all together to make this happen so each and every one a viewer uh, the, the the panelists everyone have to contribute to make this uh, really grow big so i hope that that will be what we are envisioning to to build this as part of this whole episode yeah so with that i will i will also ask uh, avinash to do the closing and 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 see how we can take this forward to the next things and and just before we we get into that the next uh, episode we'll talk about uh, the, the the role of the brm itself you know we will try to dissect in all corners to see what is the brm itself so uh, we will give it small nuggets where we'll be able to absorb assimilate and then start appreciating this wonderful discipline yeah so over to you avinash
All yours. Yeah, thanks, Rich. So I think why don't we do it in a very slightly innovative way? We, we play a rapid fire. Okay. To, between the three of us and see, and what are the three key takeaways that we want our our viewers to take away from this particular episode? Sure. So, okay, Sumani, so I'm going to start with the view as a, as a practicing BRM at this point of time, and uh, and Suresh, please feel free to add on to that as well. This question sure. is also up to you. We'll go one by one. So, Mani, you have to just give true or false as a statement number one. And then, then give your logic on why it is true or why it is false. So, the first rapid fire question is, BRM is one of the critical differentiators. One of the differentiators in being envisioned as a service provider and as a strategic partner in the eyes of the business partners that we serve within the organization. True or false? I believe it's true because when an organization actually uh, sets up the BRM capability and if they are actually assigning uh, specific people to the BRM role, uh, from a business perspective, that's actually the first tangible uh, evidence that something is changing about IT, that they're actually coming and meeting us, you know, uh, where the rubber meets the road. So I believe that BRM is, in fact, one of the key differentiators between uh, just a service provider and a strategic partner. Perfect. And Suresh, what about you? I think uh, the part of it, one I want to say is that, you know, we still have to be uh, very aware that you don't need to be a strategic part, a strategic uh, BRM. You need to start as a tactical level. And most of the organizations still play around in the tactical things, firefighting, infrastructure, outages and stuff like that. If we do not prove our worth as part of tactical BRM, there's no way you can gain the trust of the business. So get your, you know, get your act together, do well, predict, be predictable, and then you start doing that. So envisioning or vision is great, but just start with the basics, get the things in order, get your house in order, then probably it's much better to, you know, uh, move up the ranks. That's my perspective. No, I absolutely agree with that. I just had to one, add one point to what both of you mentioned, which I completely concur to, is that somewhere down the line, the internal providers have to look at themselves as value centers rather than cost centers. Yeah. I think a typical service provider mindset is more of a cost center yeah. mindset. We don't generate revenue. So I think let's, let's just keep the lights on, right? They have to think beyond that is what I personally think. Yeah. Sure. Good. Second rapid fire question coming uh, your way. Again, we follow the same sequence. Uh, adopting business relationship capability uh, or in within an organization includes just having a team of BRMs, and a designated BRM role within the organization. It stops there. And it begins and it stops there. True or false? I would say it's false. Okay. Um, you know, have, uh, uh, like creating a BRM role uh, is, is, is actually just the first step. Uh, and there's much that needs to happen to, to support that uh, capability and to... Uh, to enable it to become, you know, truly successful. So if you want to leverage the full potential, then a number of things uh, need to happen around that role. And I hope that we will delve into that in more detail in subsequent episodes of uh, BRM Brown Bag. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Manish. Suresh, please, your view. No, I, I think, I, think uh, I look at this one, the BRM as a, as a, as a role. Is, is, is not something that is a, it's a formal role that you, you can just uh, think about in many of the organizations because many of the organizations have resource constraint. They don't have an opportunity to have a formalized BRM role, though they understand the value. 
So what they do is they call it by some other names. So I think you need to still resonate with the principles of what uh, the BRM Bach even says across. So it's it's an it's an essential that it doesn't mean that you can only do BRM when you have a title called BRM. So that's a wrong notion. As long as you get some kind of authority or empowerment that you can do, you can still play around to do that. You might be called a service delivery manager, service manager, which is still okay. So. let's not be too much obsessed by the role called brm because in in reality it doesn't happen so we need to kind of get this particular thing wherever you are and then start lifting up that's that's my another take towards uh, what uh, mali said so well, absolutely i think i i, I completely agree with that i think uh, my view point on that suresh mali is that every organization consciously or subconsciously is is, is following brm at different levels levels of maturity not purposely or not being deliberately practicing the body of knowledge but everyone is doing it right i think the the, the value of 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 a role is probably brings in a limit of focus to it but that's 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 a means to the end not the end itself correct so there are, there are multiple components as mali pointed out we talk in the forthcoming sessions which will say that brm capability is equal to x plus y plus z and brm was the kind of an x only the y and z will follow as you as you move forward yeah perfect uh, the third rapid fire is and 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 suresh i think uh, we as as consultants come across this a lot uh, we when we introduce the concept of brm uh, manly in any of the organizations where we we are trying to showcase what what brm does they think that brm uh, is by virtue of experience and and in very simple state the statement for rapid fire question number 3 is that business relationship management is an art true or false what's your opinion i would say to just say that it's an art form is probably false it is okay. both an art form and uh, a science form yep. so some some parts of it like uh, you know what suresh and, and and you were alluding to before uh you need to get some of the basics right right where well, the tactical brm part of it so there's a there's much in that space that's actually uh, more scientific than art right um and as you progressively become uh, move more and more to strategic partnering um you you probably you see more of the art coming through because you need to have um you know tact diplomacy you need to have strategic thinking etc which which is probably tending a little bit more towards the art side but then again it needs to be grounded in uh in some uh you know in some methodologies you need you do need to have your feet grounded in today in order to be able to look forward to tomorrow um so in that's in you know when you look at it from that perspective there is a little bit of uh, science too so it's a blend of both yeah perfect so it is your view in my opinion it's it's an art i'll tell you why the reason okay. why i'm telling is an art is you know you can you need to be a craftsman the craftsman mm-hmm. is actually i mean you cannot do craftsman without having the basic knowledge so you need to still have science behind that right you need to have the logic you need to have the fundamentals right but i want to be kind of portraying someone who, whom you can just get mesmerized so the, the the kind of fashion that the brm is going to elude is the kind of being an artistic guy he's so creative trying to find out ways that you can work together as a team because it's completely disjointed team so <laughs> i really want myself to be an artist where i can think out of the box be creative and try to say because traditional ways have not worked for so long so i want to put my head and say that i want to be an artist 
come out of from the conventions, all the things, and then think about what can we make this relationship flourish? How can I nurture this partnership to go to the next level? So for me, it's, it's I want to play the role of the artist. Uh, of oh. course, I, if I don't have the background of the knowledge and the science, I would not do it well. But my intent is to be a good craftsman, where you all get mesmerized about Michelangelo rather than the, you know the other people who do that. That's my take. You know, just the second yeah. bit of. I can I can see we are going to have some robust discussions about all this sort of thing because Michelangelo actually spent quite a lot of time doing scientific studies so that he can do art from really well. <laughs> This is really interesting. For the for, so for rapid fire question three, we are getting to different answers. So one believes it's both it's both an art and science. Uh, one one says it's primarily an art, in, science included. Okay, let me give a, a kind of a third answer for that. I think it depends upon the BRM adoption journey that and at what juncture you are. I think when we identify a BRM champion within an organization, right? I think it's the art. and the way he, he catalyzes the entire team in the initial phases of adoption on getting it in the right way right i think how we can mesmerize how can you demonstrate value what innovative tools and and, and methods uh, and communication channels that he he broadcasts the brm adoption but gradually as he move forward towards the adoption and, and and kind of making brm as the dna of the organization that's where the science kind of outweighs the art side of it to a certain extent where then processes the the tools the techniques they kind of formalize the charisma that you have built when when you are kind of trigger the brm adoption journey yep. and then you are trying to make an establishment and and sustain the brm adoption journey and then again you want to go to the next level of maturity again the art takes over and it's a kind of a cyclical journey based on my experience yep. we have three different dances yeah i love it I think yeah. that's a great one. Thanks, uh, Avinash, for keeping us yeah. to do that. So we're almost coming to the 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 end of the first episode. A great start to our episode. Uh, thanks to Malni and Avinash who came over to do that. And we guys are going to be. You're going to see these three faces again and again, right? I mean, we started off the first episode, but then we'll actually start getting more episodes there to do that. So stay tuned to us, and we will uh, we will definitely solicit your feedback and comments. And um, I think. together we can make this community uh, grow big so with that i will uh, i will uh, thank once again malni uh, avinash for taking time during your saturday and uh, joining us and we hope that our viewers and our uh, community will get benefited by this uh, discussion so uh, with that i want to say goodbye to everyone and uh, we hope to see you in the next episode uh, thing across yeah Perfect. Thanks, Suresh. I think it was very early morning for you. I think good that you can. I'm glad that you can join us. Thanks, Mali. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Take care.